What up, what up, what up, Word of the Week podcast. Thanks for joining me, Vaughn Joseph. As always, happy that you have taken the time out of your busy schedule to join me on this fabulous day, people of Earth. Um, I've got with me Jonas Garvin, California, Los Angeles, comedian, big time. What's up, bro? What's going on, brother? Happy Sunday. Good evening over there, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, We're uh, sharing some wine, and before we went on the show, Jonas Jonas was sharing that he's having something called the Naked Grape, and it's a a Pinot Noir. (laughs) It's wine in a box. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that that's what you're drinking. Oh, but you are judging. No, I'm not. You are judging. So you're saying my my tone is condescending? (laughs) I, I, under, I understand that your listeners are already familiar with me. They already think I'm white trash, so I got nowhere to go but up. So I will tell you guys this. Do not judge boxed wine by its cover. Okay, and I'm going to tell you, I, I like this naked grape. It's good stuff, and I hope they're listening because then they can send me a few boxes. But uh, Shout out you know, to I the mean, naked grape. I have grape. a refined palate. That's right. You know, my refined palate of Budweiser and Jack Daniels. But I, I do enjoy some red wine every now and then, and I got a uh, – a coupon in the mail because, you know, once you get in your forties and you get a coupon in the mail, you got to use it because it's like, you know, like the highlight of your week. And, uh, I said, box wine. That sounds like, you know, white trash. I'm not, I'm not messing with it. I'm like, Oh, what the hell? You know, it was like $10 off, whatever. And, uh, so I went, I got it and it's now one of my favorite Pinots, dude. It's so good. And then people come over to the house and they're like, I'm like, is that a box of wine on your counter? I'm like, yes, it is. Have a glass. And then they start judging, and then I give them a glass, and then they like it too. So, yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. And, it, you know, at first sip, you will notice the uh, the uh, the notes of cardboard and tinfoil. But, uh, you know, other it's – no, actually, it's actually really good. I mean, I, and trust me, I've tried a lot of boxed wines um, just because, you know, back in the day, I wasn't always – you know, had the, uh, the deepest pockets. But, uh, no, this is – and I can tell you what, dude, nothing, nothing pairs with a fried bologna sandwich like a nice glass of a naked grape Pinot Noir. Shout out to the naked grape. It seems they've won over 100 gold medals. Um, looks like two, I'm th- telling you, 2015 San Diego International Wine Competition, Consumer Wine Awards at Lodi in 2014, Winemaker Challenge International, blah, blah, blah. So the list goes on and on. Now, I'm not hating on box wine. I know when I first moved to Los Angeles back in 2003, the woman that I was renting my house from, my uh, my house used to be her wine cellar. So her and her husband were huge wine, wine uh, collectors, and there was lots of wine. And she introduced me to this stuff called Charles Shaw, I believe it's called. And you call uh, it yes, the two, two buck chuck. Buck chuck. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not drinking a two dollar bottle of wine, but the two buck chuck, you know, was all right. So I wasn't mad at it. Well, it's it's, it's basically it's uh, I, I don't know what do you call it? it's it's like night train for for white people. Um, <laughs> two buck be, chuck because... was nothing like night train. But what I'm saying is like it's two dollars for a bottle of wine. <laughs> like you, you know, like you, you, like it's so funny that white people will judge black people for drinking Mad Dog because it's a dollar ninety nine. But then head over to Trader Joe's and get themselves a dollar dollar ninety nine two buck chuck. Where's you know, Jonas getting like, Mad Dog for a dollar ninety nine? Y'all get that after the show because I need to hook that up. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, at Romans off La Brea. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because if you haven't had it. If you haven't had a splitting headache in quite some time, go with the kiwi strawberry. 
Oh my god, he's even pulling out the like the the new school flavors. We used to drink that stuff. I used to steal that when I was a kid because it would fit right down the front of your pants, and yep. um, you can just walk right out of the out of the store with that stuff, and you drink about half the bottle. And last time I had Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. I was at a party over in Pontiac in Michigan, and um, these these there were these young kids there. I don't know who they were. We were all young kids. We were all underage. That's why we were drinking Mad Dog. But the cops came in and broke up the party, you know, and they were just there looking to steal our beer, basically. And um, some kid wanted some Mad Dog, so I gave him the bottle because I was already lit up. And uh, the cops come. And he's this black cop, and he goes, ah, Mad Dog 2020. He's like, you know why they call it Mad Dog, don't you? He's like, because it'll make you mad and you'll act like a dog. And I was thought that was the stupidest shit I ever heard. And I'm like, I'm never drinking this shit again just because of this dumbass Pontiac cop. So, um, yeah, so shout out to Mad Dog 2020. Nothing like a good little gut rot. Boone's Farm Strawberry. Yeah, the... Thunderbird. The last time I drank Mad Dog was in Minneapolis, and for whatever reason, I, I had some friends in town, and uh, we bought a bunch of Mad Dog because we couldn't afford anything else. I mean, this is years and years ago, but for whatever reason, we could afford cocaine. Like, we had, like, a quarter <laughs> ounce of cocaine and a bunch of Mad like Like, we couldn't, like, just, like, buy less Coke and get better booze. So, Priorities. as you can imagine, you know, <laughs> when you do cocaine, you can drink, like, ten times as much as you normally could. So imagine drinking 10 times as much Mad Dog as you normally could. And it's the closest I've ever come to. I've never had a migraine, but I think that must be what it feels like the next morning. That's horrible. Because I thought somebody was just beating my head with a sledgehammer. That's horrible. So just to, to let your listeners know, do not mix cocaine and Mad Dog wine. Wow. What's going on? See, this this reminds me of like Mad Dog activity. I was getting, I got a tweet earlier this week or last week um, about these people in Generation Z, and I didn't even know there was a Generation Z. Does this mean that they're the end? This is the end of the line. First time, first time I'm heard of it. Yeah. So apparently, there's What's the V stand for vagina. Or? No Z, as in zebra, or Z, as oh, they Z. say over here. Yeah, yeah. Generation Z, like the the end. Anyway, so they're snorting condoms and pulling them out of their mouth or something like that is i'm just seeing this is this something new or am i just a little no they well they 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 realize that the the tide pod eating the tide pods is uh is uh poisonous so they got to switch to something else stupid um you know and, and i, I kind of you know every generation has their stupidity i mean I, I don't know if you remember junior high like spraying furniture protector fabric protector in your shirt and huffing it um no, you know, no. We did. no. Okay, well, maybe, maybe it was maybe it was a southern thing. I don't know. Shout, shout out to back home in Charlotte, but um, um, they're they're doing, but yeah, they just do. Kids are stupid, you know, and uh, but yeah, they're they're snorting condoms. I mean, it could. Well, be I worse. would always tell them, you know, it's you know, use a condom, but shit, not you know, for this. So I mean, are they just not having sex now? Are they just having sex with no condoms, or are these used condoms? I hope. To God, not. But I don't. I don't think kids today have sex. I think they just text each other. Yeah. You know. I don't. You know. And then speaking of condoms, did I tell you what happened to me this week. I didn't get a chance to tell you. <laughs> I had an audition for Trojan condoms. <laughs> and I, I, I've never, I've been, never been so nervous on a on a commercial audition because I thought for a minute they were going to make me like audition for some of their Magnum products. Wow, is there a bunch of like, black guys no way there or something? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got the wrong guy, you know. But uh, no, it was actually pretty fun. And uh, 
Do you do you want to hear a quick uh, a good uh, condom story since we're on the subject? Hey, of hit it, man. This is your life. What's up? Okay, my uh, years ago, I was living in Minneapolis. Uh, I'm fooling around with what was my ex girlfriend at the time. We had just started dating. We get back to my pad after the bar closes. We're fooling around. We're getting after it. She's like, you know, if you want to have sex, we got to have a condom. I didn't have any. I said, wait here. It's about two thirty in the morning. There's a little deli. I live right by the University of Minnesota, and uh, there's a little deli that everybody used to go after they get drunk and get like burgers and stuff like that. It's like a convenience store or hamburger place, whatever. And, uh, there's a line up the door all the time, you know, after the bars close cause I bring it their greasy food. So I run to this store. It's like two blocks away. I, I run like it's dead sprint. Right. And I run right to the front of the line. And, and this girl's like, Hey, you can't cut in line. I'm like, Hey, I'm here to buy, buy rubbers. And she's like, Oh, oh I understand. Okay, cool. <laughs> so the guy's like, the guy behind the counter is like, what do you need? bud?" I'm like, I need a box of condoms. And he's like, what kind? I said, anything you got. And he grabs the magnums and hands them to me. I said, anything but those. No. I'm like, dude, I, I really appreciate the compliment, but uh, unless you're throwing in some rubber bands, I'm going to need the white boy specials uh, <laughs> in that blue box over there. So uh, anyway, got him, got back. She was already passed out. So oh, no. uh, that's that's my uh, my condom story. But I, I, was, I really I felt good that he, he complimented me in that way, but I just I had to come clean in front of that girl. I'm like, hey, you know, these aren't. <laughs> Unless I'm like picking up trash or something like that, these aren't going to do me any good. You didn't wake her up and be like, "Hey, you know, I just ran across town and went and you know had to get all these condoms, and they're not even the lambskin ones that don't protect you from shit." Wake it up. No, I think I just I think I just jerked off in her shoe. I can't remember exactly because oh. after that I started to black out a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> so there was I know this was during time. the time of like rape culture. You know, like we really had like a rape culture you know, going on in the States back then, you know, everything I watch on TV, like from Charlie Sheen under the desk and uh, the breakfast club, looking up Marley Ringwald's skirt, you know, just, it was always something dirty going on. And it's actually all coming back to, uh, to haunt those people in the eighties. Bill Cosby, you know, he's, he's one of your fellow comedians. He just got, uh, he just got found guilty on what was it? Three counts of aggravated indecent assault or something like that. Yeah. And what you know, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that that troubles me about this. Mm. Um, it is for one, why why do you need drugs to get laid when you're rich and famous? I mean, you know, I I pulled a lot of ass as a fucking bartender back in the day. So like, but if you, I mean, last I checked, you come to L.A. as you well know, girls just drop their clothes for fame guys. Yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, so while you're having a, to me, it's like seems like it's more of a sickness to him, you know, to have to to drug these women, yeah, and and it's that fine line between, you know, like giving a girl cocaine and then you get laid as opposed to giving her something that's going to knock her out and fuck her, you know, it's, it's a fine line. Trust me, I've walked the, the that line before, but um, but I, something I found too is 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 I've learned as I got older is whatever you hate and speak out against and, and are a crusader against is who you kind of are. Like if you really homophobic and you hate gay people, I think you're obviously a closet queer. Um, and, uh, if, if you're ranting around, talking about how comedians shouldn't be dirty and shouldn't cost to have better family values. And then you're running around doping up broads and, and, and screwing them to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're kind of overcompensating. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's just, it's crazy. Like fucking, you know, and, and, and to me, karma's a motherfucker. Mm. You know, you, karma's going to catch up with you. you. You sit around chastising Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and, and rappers and shit like that for, for talking shit and being dirty. And 
yeah. and this and that and talking about how people, family's values. But it's like, dude, I'd rather listen to, to Eddie Murphy talk dirty than be drugged and raped. I mean, you know, <laughs> fuck, fuck a dinner or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there were, there were quite a few. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, we don't, no one knows except for him and his, his accusers what's really what. But I, I know that I've read that he had a girl that was at, he was taking care of her and, you know, had her going to university and he had her a little apartment, you know, and he was paying all her bills. And then, you know, eventually he just got tired of it. You know, he's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to hit this girl anymore. And, you know, sexually, and um, I don't want to be bothered. So he's like, I'm, I'll cut her off. He cut her off. And then, you know, of course, she got upset because she was like, yeah, I'm set for life. Bill Cosby going to, you know, sort me out. And then now, right after that, she decides, oh, yeah, he raped me. You know, he was he was smashing. So um, so I, who knows? There, yeah, the, 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 I, I get what you're saying on that, too. But at the same time, it's like this isn't like um, uh, like a couple people. No, it's a whole lot. No, it's a whole lot. There's a whole lot. So even if only like half are telling the truth, it's still a lot. Yeah, no, 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 no question there. But I'm saying that you know some of them. Oh yeah, no, there's there's some of them that I'm, I'm guarantee it was everything was everything was cool. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm going to be your little your little action on the side, and you mm-hmm. you give me a check every month and everything mm-hmm. like that. And then, you know, they just you know, I mean, that just happens all the time out here. Which is uh, strange that that's the only person that's actually been brought to quote unquote justice. Um, as a result of his actions. So you have this whole movement that's taking place. All these actresses coming forward with Harvey Weinstein, not one charge has been levied against Harvey Weinstein. You've got, again, Charlie Sheen. Um, he he didn't uh, get charged with anything, and he was out, he's got HIV, and he's out having sex with people. Well, as far as Charlie Sheen goes, remember a few minutes earlier when I, Told you the uh, fine line between giving him cocaine and getting laid. Mm-hmm. Between, I think he falls into the have a couple of rails and take your pants off category. Yeah, which, in that know, respect, like, yeah, but not when you know that you've got a terminal illness and you can transmit that oh, yeah, shit no, that's, through sex. That's some whole other shit. If you're yeah, having sex with me, if you're having sex with me and you're and you're contagious on a deathly level. Like the Grim Reaper is like in your backyard, and you're like, "Yeah, come on over and play." You're fucking foul, dude. I don't have any respect for somebody that does that. Well, in that situation, you know what you need to do. You need to use a condom, preferably a Trojan. <laughs> Thanks, Trojan man. See, hopefully, they're listening. And they give me the goddamn job. Shout out to Trojan condoms. Shout out yeah. to the Naked Grape. <laughs> That's right, because if I don't get this Trojan job, I can't buy any more box wine. I have to go back to the Mad Dog. Yeah, shout out to all these these great these great potential sponsors. Um, we gotta take a quick break. Um, listen to this wonderful music from this artist that sent us in. Um, I'm looking for her name. I don't see it on the prompter screen, but enjoy. We'll be right back. Such an empty room. Nothing's there. Within your nothing, space and air between us. I, I love it when you hate me for a while. Gets me high, and I'm thinking, will I wanna find all the love I seek? Yeah, yeah. Give me peace of mind and sing a mellow harmony.
guys enjoyed that thanks for tuning in and um we're back with comedian jonas garvin from los angeles california what's going on with um i heard you you finally stepped into 2008 and got uh instagram speak on it yeah i, I joined up for the uh the insta chat or whatever you know the uh <laughs> I, it's just you know i just i don't know it's the twatters and the all that other shit um yeah, no, I'm I'm on there. I just I just set it up because everybody's like asking me about it. I was like, I I got so many websites. It's hard enough just to write fucking jokes, much less maintain 900 websites. But um, you know, I I figured it's it's one more outlet where people can see what I'm having for dinner. You know, it's just, it's, it's it's great. And as a matter of fact, I just put a picture of a. I got some ribeyes going in the crock pot right now. I'm trying something else. I mean, you you know me. You know I love to cook. So you've been over here. Um, but yeah, I joined the the Instagram, and uh, it's you know it's it's it's, it's 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 I don't know if it's it's funny. I, I I get it because it's cool, it's quick, it's painless. You don't have to read; you just look at pictures. So like, it's perfect <laughs> for our society who has the attention span of a gnat. You know, I mean, you know, I, I found that that people 
if I had come up with a really well-crafted, thought-out material, joke, stuff like that, you know, you get like three likes. Mm. You know, but if you post a picture of a freaking filet mignon and a glass of wine, you got like 300 likes on that shit. Oh, yeah, that's legit, man. We were at a supermarket. This was last summer, I think, maybe the summer before. And just randomly, I, I, I decided to see how many likes an avocado could get. So I took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of a fucking avocado. And, you know, you hashtag avocado, vegan life, you know, vegetarian, all this stuff. And it had it was getting likes like a month later. Oh yeah, no, dude. People, people are nuts, and and it's, you know, it's. I, I just figured I needed one more social media website to, you know, to put some thoughts and prayers on when everything goes to shit. You know, it's because uh, that's what we do now. We don't, uh, we don't actually do anything for people's causes or misery or you know awful life events. You just. You just hashtag some thoughts and prayers and go about your day. You yeah, know? everybody's a social so, justice warrior now, so. Oh, and it's funny, too. You know what's so great about social media is uh, I had no idea that everyone has a political science degree, a marketing degree, a accounting degree, a, uh, you know, everybody's really, really, because everybody can just pull news sources out of their ass wherever they want. And, 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 and it's amazing that people will just get into these crazy, heated arguments on social media. Um, you know, I, it's, it's funny because uh, on my fan page, on my Facebook fan page, even if I make a joke about myself, um, you know, belittling myself, but I mention like Donald Trump in it somewhere or whatever, it will create this shitstorm yep. of people just arguing. Yep. And it's like, what? Hey, fuckheads. <laughs> the joke's about me, not, you know what I mean? People are fucking nuts. So now hopefully that's another platform. I'm going to, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to post a picture of uh, Donald Trump. I'm going to hashtag, uh, you know, uh, with the snowflake. I'm going to, you know, put a picture of some biscuits and uh, a banana split and and, uh, and hashtag everything, and we'll see if I can just start people wanting to kill each other. Yeah, they're waiting for a reason. Him and Kanye West have been in the news lately, uh, Trump. Uh, apparently Kanye West is obviously uh, buddied up with uh, President Trump, and uh, he's actually got a new song out, which is defending his support for Donald Trump. And people are pissed off at Kanye for, you know, obviously uh, anything he seems to do is uh, insightful, but this is, this is taking him to a whole new level. So he, well, he's, he's no dummy dude. He just, he's, he's got a new album coming out. Yeah. Right? no, the, so. He's got multiple actually albums coming out. He's going to be working with various artists as well. The problem that, that people are having, and I'll, I don't think it's necessarily society at large, but it's mostly the, um, the, 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 his black supporters is that, and what everything Kanye does is calculated. You know, he he doesn't just do stuff. He doesn't just jump on stage and say shit to piss people off. No, that's Trump's, that's Trump's job. <laughs> right? right. So, I mean, everything is methodical and it's thought out. So, but he's got this song out, and you know, but the thing is, is he used to be a different type of cat when he came out, you know, this, the lyrics that he was spitting and everything was cool. And then he got to a point where he started really tailoring his life around making little white kids cool. And he used the black community feels that he used them to get up into, you know, a higher level of success 
And now everything he's doing is he's making these ugly ass clothes. Nobody in in the in the black community is wearing that shit. But the because no one can afford it for one. But these white kids can afford it. His music is different. He's catered towards them. He's got this Kim Kardashian girlfriend who was what in pop culture, not in the black community. And now he's buddied up with the ultimate white president. Well, the thing is, dude, I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of goes back. You got to admit, though, this shit's been going on forever. I mean, if it's not for white suburban kids, NWA doesn't become as huge as they are. I mean, I when I was in like eighth and ninth grade, dude, NWA was like everybody. I grew up in the affluent suburbs of Charlotte, North Carolina, and everybody had an NWA tape because we didn't, you know, that was like, uh, I guess, our, our rock and roll rebellion, you know, and, and uh, so it's kind of like just it's been going on you know and uh, and with Kanye i mean fuck dude he's he's a businessman first oh absolutely and, absolutely i'm not mad at know, him so i'm not mad they, at him shout out kanye no. west you know but i'm not mad at him i know what he's doing and i know why he did it but i think people feel used and pissed off well they feel off used about and, it, and, so. and betrayed and but it's like you yeah. know what dude fucking keeping it real doesn't fucking pay for your fucking bail no so and you, and, know, you know what i'm saying yeah and and to touch on what you were just saying we're actually going to discuss this tomorrow we've got a podcast um uh, the thoughts from LA to the UK podcast, which and there's apparently going to be quite a few young English girls here tomorrow. There's going to be about four to six of them, and they're all Kanye West fans, which is actually going to. Do you have a bunch of magnums? It's going to be ready. It's going to lead into my point, but um, something that I, I was I'm going to bring up tomorrow, but I've, I'm going to bring up again now because you mentioned the suburban white uh, demographic, and um, not to. Not not to go too deep into this, but my uh, opinion of that is absolutely hip hop needs the white kids support. And I just went to a show from some you know hip hop group from Newark, New Jersey, a few weeks ago here in London, and they were they were you know pretty big in the '90s, and ninety five percent of the audience was white. So when I go to yeah. like I go to like these conscious rapper uh, concerts, you know, uh, Talib Kweli or Black uh, Black Star, you know, most deaf, mostly white kids in the audience. So thinking about what you just said, and I said this to somebody that came to my house when I lived in Michigan, and, and I had all these Beastie Boy CDs, and he was like, "You like those motherfuckers?" I was like, "You know what?" You should be grateful that the Beastie Boys even existed because, one, the record labels do do this shit on purpose. They, they bring you these white groups to spark interest in hip-hop. So without the Beastie Boys, I don't think there would be any hip-hop at all right now. So shout out to Beastie Boys. Two, they went on tour. They went on tour with Run DMC back in like '85 or '6 or something like that. Um, so yeah. they got put down with Run DMC. So they're out there on the tour on the road with these cats. So without the Beastie Boys, you lose a whole huge chunk of record sales. And the Beastie Boys started off as a punk rock group. They weren't even a hip hop group. They weren't. Yeah, and they, they they kicked ass. Yeah, and you know, but but like like you're saying, if it's not for them, there's not a lot of. You know, because if it was basically white rap, so like your parents were like okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're like freaking, they're like, oh, okay, you got the, you know, and, it's, and 
But, but it was different, though. You know, I mean, the what thing. they were saying wasn't re- really what NWA or anybody like that was saying. So it was acceptable, and it, it gave you a gateway to come in and listen to the music because you could identify with these three Jewish kids from, you know, from Brooklyn more than you could identify with Run DMC and, you know, these black guys from the Bronx. So they needed to be there, and then they, they, do, this, they do this every 15, 10, 15 years or so. So who came after that? Then they dropped Vanilla Ice in the early 90s. So then Vanilla Ice made... Don't be dissing Vanilla Ice, dude. <laughs> Fuck come Vanilla on, dude. Ice. So they made Vanilla <laughs> Ice, came in... School, if that song came on, you were bumping it. I wasn't bumping shit. So Vanilla Ice came out, and then you have your white rapper again, and then you have, you know, those random acts like Snow, and all that other crap that don't do anything. So then the after the, Mickey Boom Boom Down. Exactly. So after that, who comes out? Eminem. Right? So now you got your white rapper again. You only have one. The system is designed for them to succeed, right? <laughs> I don't think people understand that. Yeah. It's designed for we them to We can never have win. more than one one white guy, uh, you know, but you like, don't need like, it uh, at you, a time. You don't need it though, so you don't you don't need it because he's he's gonna be good and he's gonna win. So in each one of these groups have one. So you got Eminem, and then now it's the same thing. So every time you know these little generations move along, you have these 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 artists that have to um, appeal to the white the white audience, which is fine, I get, because that's a whole market that needs to be tapped into but this thing with of, Kanye of money yeah oh well, yeah it's always it's all about, about it's money it's always, always about money everything in entertainment's about money what can I sell through you so um yeah Kanye anything, is, is, anything is, about is, money. is doing his thing who cares I'm, I'm tired of talking about him but I'm gonna have to talk about him all day tomorrow as well but um yeah it's all about marketing how much money can you make what can you sell through me well, that's anything. I mean, it's just, it's just it, that's all the only reason people do anything, you know? I mean, I, the only reason I'm talking to you on the phone right now is because I hope people will freaking buy my comedy specials, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing it for money. <laughs> you know, you think I like talking to you? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be just laying on the couch drinking boxed wine and watching sports. Shout out to the Naked Grape. Stays fresh for up to 30 days, and it's after opening. Oh, yeah, because it's going to last the whole 30 days at my place. <laughs> like 30 minutes. I've even got a little thing. You take the bag out of the box, and I got like a, like an IV, you know, like the, the thing that hangs next to you at the hospital bed. You just hook the bag right up to the... Uh, the tower there and just let the hose come down right to the couch. Great. Yeah, I got a 900 number for you, bro. After the show, let me know because you need that shit. So, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on over there in California? Because I know um, we were talking offline about road rage and shit like that. It's a big, it's a big growing <laughs> thing over here. Well, like, is it, is it over there? Like I said, I, I've been to London once and it was a long time ago. I was 15 years old. So, is, is the driving situation over there, you've, you you live in LA. Is the driving situation over there as bad as it is here, where like people just ready to kill each other and people being completely oblivious to their surroundings? Like like everybody's got their face in their fucking phones and doing twenty five and a forty five and just no just wreaking it, havoc. No, it's not like that here. Culturally, they're not even like that as much. I'm not saying that people don't lose their mind. Yeah, some guy stabbed some old guy to death. You know. Two years ago, I think it was because of road rage. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Because you don't have any guns. Yeah, well, we we do, but just not as many because they're stabbing and doing all kinds of shit over here. But road rage in L.A. on a whole nother level, whole nother level. Last time I was in L.A., some girl flipped me off because I didn't let her get over in front of me, and I didn't even know she was trying to get in front of me because I was, you know, changing the radio station or whatever I was doing. Looked up. 
And she pulled out in front of me and then flipped me off, and she's yelling at me like I did something wrong. Well, the funny thing about Los Angeles is everybody's a big, tough motherfucker inside their vehicle, right? Like, they're really, really tough, and they can kick your ass inside the car until you call them out on it. And I'm no fucking brawler, but I can't tell you how many quarter panners and fenders I fucking kicked in. Because I'll give you, I'll give you a quick example. Um, Jonas got road rage something. like a motherfucker. No, no, I wasn't even driving. I was jogging. <laughs> I was jogging. Sidewalk you know? rage. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm jogging down Sunset, going west. And you know the coffee bean over there, yep. right? Yeah. Buy that stupid griddle place you like, uh, that pancake place. Griddle Cafe. Okay, Shout out Griddle Cafe. What up, bitch? Anyway. Fuck the Griddle Cafe. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the, 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 the coffee place, the coffee bean, the Poser Palace, I call it. It's, it's, you know how people sit at Starbucks with their laptops? Yep. Like, people there, it is so poserish. They sit there with their laptops open, and they, they're not even writing. They're just like, like anyway, it's, just, it's a poser peak. Anyway, I'm jogging westbound with traffic and this I'm crossing and this Range Rover takes a right into the coffee shop but he almost hits me mm. like he clearly comes up from behind me and he almost hits me and uh, I smack his car with my hand which is a mistake because now he's got my prints um, <laughs> but I smack his hand and I'm like hey dickhead you almost hit me and he, he goes fuck you and I'm like you almost ran me over with an SUV but I'm the dick here because I was on the sidewalk. Yeah, no, you're supposed so said, to you're me. supposed to beat his ass immediately. Social justice. Okay. Well, here's what happens. I, he pulls into a parking lot. I start going towards his Range Rover, and now the 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 the, the switch is flipped on me. I've seen red, and my <laughs> entire plan is to drag him out of his Range Rover, kick the living shit out of him, and then steal his car because <laughs> I know I can sell this fucking thing for a quick you know twenty thirty cash. You know, grand. You know, no problem. I can I just. I just got to beat him unconscious enough to where I can take the car. Shout out to the police. And, He's only kidding. He would not do <laughs> such a thing. He's a comedian, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. No. <laughs> Me, yeah, so on the uh, other hand, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so, I start running towards the car, and I'm like, "That's that's. I've already made my mind up. That here's the deal. We're gonna beat him up, steal the car, do my time, and come out and fucking <laughs> you know start all over again." So. As I'm running towards him, he now Mr. Tough Guy, who flipped me the finger and told me to fuck off, sees me running towards his car. He throws it in reverse and he takes off out the other exit to the parking lot uh. and, and and I'm like I'm like, Really, dude? Really? But that's that's a daily occurrence out here. People are fucking a bunch of jagoffs. Yeah. If I may that's quote a key, a that's a that's term. a keyboard gangster that's made his way out in the public thinking he can still talk shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and he's probably one of those people that 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 uh, argues on social media, you know. It's it's yeah, it's just this this whole town. It gets to you sometimes. So you Isn't know, what that what, but, uh, at least it happens. There's nothing you can do about it. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's not just that town. It's 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 prevalent. But anyway, in that town. I, my my question is: so it's it's not like that over there, huh? No, no. Um, drivers here are very polite on the on the on the whole. 
Um, they tend to stop and let you pull out into traffic instead of speeding up so that you cannot get out into traffic, which seems to be the uh, rule back home. Um, it's definitely not. So you're like saying that. London is like the Midwest, right? Like, oh no. yeah, come on out there, yeah. don't you know? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You over there, go ahead. <laughs> you <laughs> you behind, betcha. You, oh you, wait, here, okay then. <laughs> you behind me? Go around me. Go ahead. No, it's not. It's not in London. London's a bit nuts. All right, so London obviously is small and it's way too many people. You have a congestion charge just to drive in London. I try to not ever have to drive in central London. So I live just outside London. I live. I live where mm, I live in central London in relation to where you live into proper LA, like downtown LA. So I'm outside of that. So, um, so it's not as yeah, bad. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, it's not as bad. Like, so, which is like eight miles north of downtown. Right. So once you get into there, but you or there are kilometers or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So. You got the metric system. You don't know what a quarter pounder is. <laughs> <laughs> Royale with cheese. So it's different, but it's not. It's bad, but it's not anywhere near as bad as back there, dude. Back there is absolute chaos, and I definitely don't envy you guys on the road game. At all, at all. So, um, football season, we talked about that last time. I was looking at the draft. Did you see any of the draft? Or I was looking at the draft results. Sorry, I wasn't watching the draft because that is like the most boring shit on TV ever. I didn't even realize it was like a two-day thing until this year. Well, you know what's funny is uh, we talked about our football sicknesses last week. Mm. And this week, it's 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 gotten to where it's actually it's a sickness, too. Because I went to Ralph's this morning to pick up a couple things. Uh, and I'm there like at, you know, I get up early and I go there like at six in the morning right. because you remember the old rock and roll Ralph's on sunset that is open 24 hours where like you can, you can grocery shop with celebs and hookers and trannies <laughs> and drug addicts. And it's great. Wait, wait, and, wait, wait, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we, we have to address something real quick. LGBTQ XYZ, whatever. Do not write my show because of what he just said. We have to, we'll have a conversation about this. We'll have a conversation about this after you talk about Ralph's. What, go. What, go. What did I say? No, movie stars? No. It, I, I can't go. say movie stars go, anymore? Go, go, go. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's a, a bro of mine that, that works there. He's uh, one, of the, one of the employees, and we always talk football. He's a big Cowboys fan and everything. But it's it's like I'm in the in the butcher department getting some steaks for tonight, and he comes up. He's like, hey, bro, what's up? how about that draft? Literally six o'clock this morning, we talked football for forty-five minutes in the meat section. Nice. And uh, while he was supposed to be working, I'm supposed to be shopping. And I get home, my chick's like, "What took so long?" I'm like, oh, "I ran to Terry at the meat section. We talked about football for forty-five minutes." She's like, "You guys really have problems, <laughs> really." I'm like, "She's like, it's April." <laughs> <laughs> so back to what what just happened, um, and and I was watching this, and I didn't even know about this until a couple weeks ago. I was watching this um, this this other podcast. Well, it's actually not a podcast; it's a radio show, but they put it on YouTube. Um, so this comedian called Andrew Schultz. Shout out Andrew Schultz. Come to my podcast when you're in London. So he does this show called Brilliant Idiots with uh, Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God is a uh, he's he does all kinds of things. He's a media uh, media giant back in the states. And at any rate, he does a radio show called The Breakfast Club. And uh, Schultz was a guest on their show, and he said tranny. So apparently. You're not allowed to say, <laughs> I'm going to say it for the third time now, you're not allowed to say tranny anymore because transsexual people are offended by this. Now, I would like to have a caller 
inform me as to why, but apparently if my name is William and I go by Billy or if my name is Bill and go by Billy or if my grandma goes by Granny or my name is Joseph and I go by Joey or anything that you add a Y to in normal life is no longer acceptable when you attribute it to trans. Okay. Okay. Sexual. Now, you, now you got, now you got me going. Okay. So if Franny is offensive, let's talk about offensive. How about the six foot eight brother with the fucking two foot cock and the big fake tits over on Santa Monica and La Brea. So that's, that's not offensive. Still and working. He's weed, still working that corner, huh? Well, you know, like 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> But I mean, come on, people, get over yourselves. You know, it's just, come on, it's just you, 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 you know, everybody wants. I think what it is, everybody wants to be offended. It's like, give me a fucking break. I, I, if if George Carlin and Richard Pryor were alive right now, they they would be just. They probably wouldn't be able to work. No, they wouldn't work. You wouldn't you know? be able to get away with that shit they got away with back then. Not nothing. Exactly. It's just, and, and it's just, it's, it's awful. The fact that, you know, you can't, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. It's almost like and, there's like an offensive Olympics. Like everybody wants to see who can be, they, they have to have like a reason to be offended. And if they, and then they want to be more offended than you are, you know? Yeah. So, so they can get some fucking thoughts and prayers on their fucking Facebook page. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, dude, it's just, it's gotten, is it, is it like that over there? So you were saying it is like that over there. Like everybody's really sensitive. Yeah, everyone is sensitive everywhere now. And I think it's just something that's been introduced into culture by social media. It's just, I mean, we were uh, doing a show some time ago and we were talking about this, this the show Friends, which I've, I freaking hate. I've never liked it. Do you know the people over at Apple, shout out to Apple um, for hanging up on me. They hung up on me, the guy, this customer service guy, because I said friggin'. And he's like, sir, I would not be talked to like that. I'm ending this call now. I'm like, alright, whatever, bye. Bitch! Oh, oh, don't even get me started on the motherfucking <laughs> customer service. Here's my favorite, too. Here's my favorite. You call fucking uh, whatever. Fucking you, you chase bank or, or whatever credit card you gotta do with. And you're like, Oh, thank you for calling Chase Bank today. My name is Steve Jones. I'm gonna have motherfucker. Your name is not Steve Jones. Shout out to all my like, Bangladeshi people out here in the UK and around the world. Oh, I can, I, I guarantee you, my credit's being fucked with right now as we speak. But, so anyway, know. let me let me let me let me get back to this. So we were what we were talking about was um, that show Friends, and you know Friends was the big shit back in the day, and this kind of goes back to this whole rape culture thing where I was talking about the Breakfast Club. You know where Judd Nelson is under the table, and he and he sticks his head between Molly Ringwald's legs. Um, that was normal and acceptable back then. That was funny back then. Now people, yeah, are, people like are, Blazing Saddles, right? People, yeah, exactly. People are offended by that, and so they relaunched Friends. I don't know if they've done that there, but I know they've done it here. So Friends is making the rounds again, and now people are are uh, offended by it. And they're like, oh. Oh, this is not acceptable, and they're making gay jokes and so on and so forth. So, Friends, like arguably one of the biggest TV shows, you know, ever, um, is now no longer acceptable because of the way society sees culture. You know, it's just it's well to me. It's it's funny that they every group or whatever, have a gay community, black community, everybody's got a community, whatever. They all want uh, uh, freedom to exist and, and the same 
equal rights and everything. And I'm all for it, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm a big crusader for, for, for underprivileged gay rights or whatever, whatever, you know, I, I think everybody deserves the same shot, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm going to support your cause, but at the same time, you got to support my cause to talk shit and make jokes about shit. You know, the, the, the minute, the minute, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a crusader. You know, I got, everybody's got a gay person in their family. You know, I got gay uncle, everything like that. And, and, and I'm a crusader for that. But at the same time, it's like, fucking, how can you say you need to give me, you know, the respect, but you can't say, I mean, fuck dude, why can't I say what I want to fucking say? All I'm crusading for it is free speech. But if I make a gay joke, oh my God, fucking, you know, but, but you know what the funny thing is, I support your right to march down Santa Monica Boulevard wearing a fucking cod piece and devil horns. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Rock on, brother. Have a fucking great day. Go suck all the cock you can get. I don't give a shit. It's your life. Do what you want to do. But then don't get all pissed off when I make a fucking joke uh, or, you know, or can I uh, the, say that now it's the T word, tranny. Now it's the T word. We got too many of the F, C, T, G. It's, it's a fucking, you can't, that's the word, you know, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. You understand. can't even say cunt anymore. No, well, you can over here. That's that's a normal word. Like, I think I've heard I've heard that word more in, I've been here six years now, but I think I can say, honestly, I heard, I've heard it more in one year here than I would have heard it in my whole life. I'm fucking moving. In 40, I'm fucking going. 44 years to one year, I've heard it more in one year i got here on tv you hear it on tv like you know it's funny and are you kidding me certain kind oh they use all kind of profane language on tv here there's no filter like back home you say whatever you want on tv here is it on absolutely fabulous Uh, is that that show on over there i don't think it's on anymore but you can say whatever my mom used to watch that you can say whatever you want on tv like i and there and i'll and i'll mm, i'll go there fine so they're they're moderately racist on the tv here like they say some shit that i would be like mm, okay you probably shouldn't be making jokes like that but they do so it's like family guy they do you know yeah i don't i don't watch family guy but so i, I know that they say some inappropriate shit like i had an employee yeah. i had an employee that used to say chinky and and that was in reference to a chinese restaurant so and it was just casual like being like hey what do you guys want to have for lunch She's like oh no you guys want to go and have a chinky and i was like wait what <laughs> so that, yeah. No, no, I'm more in the mood for goop food. That okay, was cool. That was cool. And I was like, wow, really? She's like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's normal shit. So I was like, all right, I ain't saying shit. Yeah, no, it's 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 stupid. And, in the, and if I may give a shout out to uh, comedian Doug Stanhope, he does a great bit about how people get offended by language. And it's like fucking it's it's why are you getting offended by sounds? It's it's not physically hurting you. It's it's just it's a fucking word. Yeah, that's what Why Steve. Why the fuck Steve are you Hughes, getting offended? Yeah, Steve Hughes said something like that. He's like, yeah, I went to the comedy show last night and I came home. You know, I was offended and I came home and woke up the next day with like a new another arm or some shit. He's like, nothing happens to you. You just wake up and you get over it, deal with it. So um, exactly, you know. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's all ultra sensitive now. I don't know what happened or why or what what's going to transpire as a result of this what type of generation of people we're raising none of that because you know everyone's getting no it's just it's a, we're, we're turning into a generation of cunts the yeah. whole i don't know like i said or around the rest of the world but i know here in america we're uh we got a bunch of cunts and since you can say that word over in london i'm gonna say it a lot now this is great <laughs> so i'm thinking actually moving there <laughs> It's, it's it's my chick's favorite word. She likes to use it. Yeah, right. Unless unless it's used at her, you know, like she's she's cool throwing it around, you know. But like 
unless, unless you, you use it directly at her. Um, then it's not cool. But, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's weird. She's yeah. a hypocrite, too. You know, she, but uh, but yeah, what are you going to do? Every, everyone's offended. Everyone's got a problem. So what are you going to do? Like you said, you're just going to deal with it. So um, we we need to wrap this up. We're, we're closing in on the hour here. Uh, this could go on forever, which is great, which is why I like to do shows with people that I fuck with because it makes it casual and smooth. And once I hit the halfway point of the just bottle Just like of wine, to make it great. Casual and smooth. Yeah. Casual and smooth. Casual and smooth. The naked grape bottled wine. Cold 45. Works every every time. time. So, um, what um, is going on with your Instagram? Where can people reach you if they want to tell you they are offended that you say a tranny three times? Uh, Well, that's right. I got to post a picture of a tranny now. Um, No. No, you know, I should get a, post, no. a picture of a transmission with a fake kit <laughs> and a dick on it, and hashtag tranny. Um, the uh, you could go to uh, Instagram.com slash real Jonas Garvin because apparently there's another Jonas Garvin up yeah. there, like Egypt or some fucking thing. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, so just go to real Jonas Garvin. Also, if you go to jonasgarvin.com, the info's on there. Um. Yeah, or you know, just it's it's there. It just like I said, I just uh, you'll be able to see what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> Those ribeyes that I got at uh, the Rock and Roll Ralphs while I was shopping with trannies. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, just go on to <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. Kick back and wait for the hate mails. There will be no hate mail because none of those people listen to this show. So uh, if anything, it would be uh, they'll tell their friends that you shouldn't. Uh, you well, yeah, they're too busy working the corner of Santa Monica and La Brea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, time to listen to your bullshit. <laughs> we got to pick. We got to get in Eddie Murphy's Jeep and cruise around for some cash. You're right. Huh? So um, we're out of here. What's up with Whiskey Rants? When when is this happening? I'm working on it um, on because I know that, uh, well, as we as we have talked about, uh, we're going to do a weekly thing. You and I, you are the um, I would say you are the cheers to my Frasier. So <laughs> what we're going to do, we're going to be talking once a week on the Vaughn show. And then uh, I'm going to start my own podcast. Um, yeah, here here in L.A. And uh, if I could mention to your listeners, please, please, please uh, follow me on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff, because I want your ideas. I want your input on the show. I'm not just going to... I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and and they sound kind of lame, but I want this podcast to be for you guys. So if you would, email me some ideas. Whatever you want me to talk about, I'll talk about. I don't care. Uh, We'll talk about trannies. Um, (laughs) Both kinds. This is the the fifth time you've said tranny. God damn it. You can't say that shit. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to get you canceled. Um, but, uh, but yeah, give me a shout. Let me know what you want me to start start brainstorming about. And I'm thinking probably, uh, I don't know, midsummer. Uh, start lining up my own thing. And uh, I'd like to do it like live, or not, excuse me, live, but I'd like to record somewhere like cool, like upstairs from the rainbow, mm. you know, while I'm eating pizza and drinking Long Islands mm. uh, down on Sunset with the ghost of Lemmy watching overhead i know you know who lemmy is i know everybody in london knows who lemmy is oh so. yeah. yeah um yeah so uh we'll, we'll figure out something but uh but yeah this is just giving you guys a heads up hit me up on facebook hit me up on twitter hit me up on the uh the instacunt and uh we will uh get some ideas going for the whiskey rant jonas garvin podcast uh 
I might even whiskey rant about box wine. Excellent. Excellent. We're excited. We look forward to hearing about that. Hopefully it doesn't take as long as midsummer. We'd like to get it going because uh, as soon as you get it going, the sooner that it can succeed, my friend. So um, we're out of here. It is 10 o'clock in the p.m. in sunny, cold England. And um, hit up v3tv.uk, you guys. Oh, man, I'm getting wine burps. Sucks. So if you want to see or hear something cool, that's the spot to go to. Follow us on Facebook as always. We are actually relaunching the shows on um, TuneIn Radio as well as Stitcher. And we are waiting to hear from Spotify. So the shows will be on Spotify as well, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. So you can take us with you on the go and you can listen to us while you're walking your dog or while you're driving in the car, stuck in traffic. I find that listening to podcasts while I'm driving is the best because um, I don't like sometimes like if it's a long drive. And I'm listening to music. It just it doesn't work for me as well. I like I like listening to podcasts a lot better. So tune into that. Um, the song that you heard earlier was from a singer called Raz Tilly. So check out Raz Tilly. I think Raz is from Australia. So um, check her out. She's got some good stuff. Shout out to Raz Tilly for sending us her music. And um, that's it for this week. And we will catch you guys next Sunday on What, what Word of the Week podcast. Peace. Thank you.